moving away from the same little town that I had grown up in. And I, I, I now have tons of, once again, gratitude, love, and appreciation for where I grew up. A little three, 4,000 person town, one traffic light to the next. Um, but by moving away from that environment allowed me to address so many of the different triggers, uh, traumas, uh, limiting beliefs uh, that I held on to from being in that environment and being in that container for so long. And um, that's, so that's what brought me to Austin, but that's, that's what I've also fallen in love with since being here. Fear stops us from achieving our true greatness. Are you a professional woman who is feeling stuck, unmotivated, or burned out? Are you worried about your wellness? Are you letting fear stop you from crushing your goals? If you answered yes to any or all of these, then this is the podcast for you. Dr. Charmaine Gregory, Night Shift Emergency Physician, Burnout Thriver, and Wellness Champion, along with everyday heroes just like you, will explore how to face fear in our lives and emerge victoriously. Dr. Gregory here. Did you know that I'm on YouTube as well? You can find me at Charmaine Gregory, MD. See you there. Here. Hello, 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 fearless freedom tribe. This is Dr. G and we are back for another exciting episode of the fearless freedom with Dr. G podcast. Today we have all the way from Austin, Texas. We have Michael Chu. Michael, you have got to tell us all about yourself and all of the incredible things that you are up to. Yeah. Well, I'm, where would you like me to start? <laughs> so I can be brief, but also uh, in line with your audience and the, the listeners. Oh, wait, wait. Business, life. There's life. A how, how about life? Yeah, life's great. Um, dad of two girls. Awesome. Um, but you have your shotgun feels- ready? <laughs> but well, I live in Texas for a reason. I'm just <laughs> no. saying, just yeah. saying. <laughs> but that feels like an accomplishment because it was not too long ago. Uh, I was on on a walk with a mentor, and I remember saying to him, "I said I love my daughter, but I hate everything about being a dad." And I I really was struggling with the transition of becoming a new dad. But um, okay, three, four, That's five fair. years later, I just, <laughs> yeah, there you go. It's it's one of. It's one of the it's one of my favorite parts of of my life. So we got that. I mean, I, I got engaged last year. Oh, um, congratulations! On, That's fantastic. Uh, on the business side, um, our company was one of Inc. 5000's fastest growing companies in America. Uh, private companies in America, number five hundred forty eight uh, in twenty twenty one. Looks like fantastic. we're on track again for twenty twenty two. Yeah, so all types of things, but. Yeah, a lot of a lot of things I'm grateful for. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. And do you do you find yourself doing like formal gratitude practice or just uh cuz you did cuz I love that you said at the very end there are a lot of things I'm grateful for. Yeah. So that's why I was just wondering. So do I specifically practice gratitude? Is that what you're asking? Yes. Do you have a yeah. practice of that? Um, you know, maybe five to 10 years ago, I'd done a ton of personal growth stuff. I had listened to every Tony Robbins CD and I'd listened to John Maxwell and I'd done landmark and all these different things. And 
I always understood that that gratitude was important. But I, I think up until about five, six years ago, I did gratitude like it was a chore, like it was this thing I was supposed to do. And one of the things that really changed my life five, six years ago was understanding the difference of doing gratitude and truly experiencing feeling grateful. Um, and so I want to just preface with that caveat because yes, I do gratitude exercises and I practice with the intention of feeling authentic, genuine, full uh, gratitude. What I do today though, is I basically start every morning. I seek water just to kind of prime my body or seek sunlight to get outside. And then normally when I'm walking outside for the first three to five minutes of the day uh, is some version of gratitude. Like, um, thank you, God, for my life. Thank you, God, for my team. Thank you, God, for my family. Thank you, God, for my fiance. Thank you, God, for people. And then I'll go through each of those five categories and I will uh, focus in on one to three things from the day before or the week of um, in each of those individual categories. So that's what I found has worked for me is just a categorical list of things. I love my life. I love my team. I love my family. I love my fiance. I love my people. But then most importantly, because I used to say those things years ago. Right. Now I say them and then I pick something to actually like really focus until I feel it um, has really shifted how I approach gratitude. That's great. <laughs> that yeah. is fantastic. Yeah. yeah, because I love that you say that it was like, going through motions versus like actually having an intention behind it. So it sounds yeah. like now everything's kind of gelled and you have intention, which is way more powerful than just going through the motions. You kind of yeah. go through the motions until it becomes real. Then when yeah. it becomes real, that's when the real power starts, you know? For and sure. so thank you for sharing that. That was great. And yeah. so tell us now, how did you, so you started out in New Jersey yeah. Right. How did you end up in Austin? <laughs> um, this, I mean, the simple answer is a girl. Okay. Um, well, that's but, a good answer. Yeah. Is yeah. it the same girl that you're with now? Yes. Yes, it is. Well, that works out great. <laughs> it worked. It worked out well. We had our highs and lows for sure. But uh, yeah, Austin's um, incredible. I mean, what I've fallen in love with since I've gotten here, uh, that's what brought me down here. But uh, one, I think. I don't think everybody should move away from their hometown per se, but I think in many ways, moving away at some phase of one's adult life uh, can be very healing. And um, that's what I ended up falling in love with the most. The circle of influence is for me has also been incredible, but there was something, it was like I was in my early thirties, coming up in my mid thirties and um, moving away from the same little town that I had grown up in. And I, I, I now have tons of once again, gratitude, love, and appreciation for where I grew up. A little three, 4,000 person town, one traffic light to the next. Um, but by moving away from that environment allowed me to address so many of the different triggers, uh, traumas, uh, limiting beliefs uh, that I held on to from being in that environment and being in that container for so long. And um, that's so that's what brought me to Austin. But that's that's what I've also fallen in love with since being here. So in what you just said, I know there had to be some fear involved. So let's start with when you first moved away. Like, was there any fear involved in that? <laughs> I was in such a um, survival crazy point in my life when I was uh, officially moving that I think my whole life without me even realizing it was fear oh, okay. uh, at that All time. Right. But 
I grew up, um, I grew up as an oldest son of an Asian family. I started karate when I was three. So I, I share that as just context in the sense that I grew up with a lot of militant um, beliefs and philosophies of like, especially as an oldest son, like don't cry, be a big boy. And so, so even if I felt fear, I definitely was not conditioned nor trained up until that point in my life to know how to feel uh, the fear. So Yes, I had a lot of fears, but I think my whole life I was operating at that stage of my life um, from a place of survival and from a place of fear. So you you just contained it and moved forward. You didn't you didn't feel as though it might have thwarted your progress or anything like that. And then you also you also mentioned something quite interesting. You said you sought personal development. And you did it on a pretty deep level because you mentioned Landmark, you mentioned Tony Robbins, like you're, yeah, I mean, you're doing some like deep work there. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, I, I want to make sure I'm clear on kind of the, the question you're asking. Yes. The simple sure. answer. Yes. But what, what would you like me to dive into around that? What question? Do you um, I'm curious that? how you were able to just compartmentalize. So the first part of the question is, how did you go from, I mean, with the background that you had, you, how did you, despite not facing the fear, not recognizing the fear, um, just kind of compartmentalizing it, how did you move forward without do, because usually what happens is you have a fear, you recognize the fear, then you come up with an action plan of how you're going to face it, right? If you're going to face it, or if you're going to just move away from it. So yeah. I'm just curious how you propelled forward without ever like opening the compartments and letting the fears out. Well, I can share how I did it. I just can't promise that it actually ends pretty. So I think it's important for me to start with that. Um, my belief about personal growth today is that there's a lot of incredible personal growth, but if one doesn't also get into their heart and into their body and personal growth is all in their head, there's a, there's a great quote that says like, when you're in your head, you're dead. When you're in your heart, you're smart, right? For me, personal growth in my 20s was all ego-driven and it stayed in my head. I understood personal growth. I conceptually understood a lot of the principles and philosophies that get taught uh, in personal growth seminars. And I was then able to apply them to make more money. I was able to apply them into business and to continue to be an achiever. And so a lot of personal growth stuff for me was justified by the achievements that I accomplished while doing them. Now, I share that because one might say, isn't that exactly why you're doing them? Uh, however, I also found myself on the tail end of that after about 10 years of fully being exposed uh, to personal growth. Because I was really exposed to personal growth around 2003. I really got into it 2004. By 2014, 15, 16, 10 plus years later, I had made decent money. I had accomplished a lot of cool things professionally, and I found myself uh, miserable, <laughs> oh, fearful, um, lacking a lot of vision. I started to believe my best days were behind me. I was not excited about my future. Uh, I was on the verge of divorce. I was out of integrity with myself. I was scared to step into my like uh, power next. And so going back to the fear of moving away from New Jersey, I was scared of like losing the love of my parents because I didn't know actually how to like really love myself. I hadn't healed through a lot of what, what, what many would call like childhood traumas and triggers. Um, and so how, 
how I was able to move forward without opening up the compartments is I just kept justifying personal growth as a way to achieve more. But what I now for myself realized is that oftentimes achieving more was a way of actually running from or -hmm. avoiding some of my actual biggest fears. What changed when I got down to Austin um, at kind of this dark, (laughs) uh, I just call it the dark season, but there's so much to that period of my life. Um, But what I learned is that personal growth is great here, but if here and here aren't aligned, oftentimes there's going to be some sort of combustion. There's going to be some sort of self-sabotage. And that couple years there for me um, was a couple years of combustion. And so that's when I was introduced to the opposite, what I would call the softer side of personal growth. And that's a lot more of like the healing and the somatic side and the nervous system and things like that. Okay. Not as good. I I appreciate you sharing and being so candid. And then, so, um, so when you, when you did all the, you know, when you did the Tony Robbins and the landmark that was prior to the combustion phase. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. And then, so what, so then what. And and real quick, I want to justify if I could yes, clarify one thing, I love to, I, I just went to a tournament. No, I'm not saying anything's wrong. I'm just saying like, it sounded like you were, you know, you got the information, but like you said, it was here. It yeah. never like translated to here, which is where right. it sounds like to... after you made this translation, um, the transformation actually happened. Right. And then yeah. that's when you truly started um, manifesting yeah. gratitude. I think many people can go to personal growth stuff and know how to train. I love how you use the word translate it into their body, but having grown up around alcoholism as somebody who uh, went to alcohol and drank a lot myself during any emotions and was not raised to feel feeling, so to speak, I struggled to translate all the personal growth stuff here to here. And that's, that's, I love how you use the word translate, but when I put all that together, that's when things really start to come together. Awesome. Hey, it's Dr. G, and I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank you for listening to this episode. I'm so honored to have you here with me. Did you know that I can help you to get your own podcast started? With my podcasting launch course for professionals, I walk you through everything you need to know about starting a podcast. I'm with you every step of the way from sign up to launching your show with five episodes ready to go. There's a done for you version that's also available. If you would just rather just do recordings and leave the behind the scenes work up to us, then that one is definitely for you. But either way, we've got your back here at Fearless Freedom with Dr. G. Oh, if you already have a show and you need production services, we have monthly plans available for you. So check out the links in the episode show notes for more information. Let's get back to the show. And then did you find a, um, did you find a teacher or did you find a guide or like, how did you, how did you make that transition then? Yeah. So simple answer is yes. Very uh, reluctantly, I guess you could say, my okay. ego was so big, but really it was just a um, 
probably a protection mechanism to actually go to the most insecure parts of my being. But very reluctantly, I walked into uh, an office of a somatic therapist who was re referred to me by also one of my very first business mentors. So for that reason, I took the recommendation a little more seriously. The reason I say reluctantly is I think my ego had this stigma of therapy means you're broken. Personal growth, like Tony Robbins, that means you want to be better. It's the same shit, right? It is the same uh, thing. But, <laughs> just just, but, just saying. <laughs> but framed from a different angle. And so, right. Um, I had this whole stigma that like, People that are really messed up go to therapy. People that are really broken go to therapy. Nonetheless, um, at a low point, at a dark phase of my life, I reluctantly walked into a somatic therapist's office and I uh, changed my life forever because unlike talk therapy, which also has its place, somatic therapy taught me how to take all of the things I was experiencing in my life and actually drop into my nervous system, uh, to drop into my body and to become aware of what I was experiencing uh, emotionally, and also be guided through on how to actually process those feelings, how to feel and how to, how to go through all that, which is funny because before I started seeing a somatic therapist, my fiance, now girlfriend, then uh, we joke now that she would be like, you're so stressed. I'm like, I'm not stressed. <laughs> like I would avoid even, she's like, you just seem so angry. I'm like, I'm not angry. Right. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not angry. I just have a lot going on. Like, I'm not stressed. I just, I just need to focus right now. I was so either unaware of what I was feeling or unwilling to actually feel it. And then, and you know, we've all heard phrases like what we resist persists, right? So here I am resisting every emotion for 30 years of my life. But I think the second half of that quote that nobody ever says is what we resist persists until it expands and one day explodes, right? Um, and so for me, I resisted until it persisted and then it kept expanding and then one day it exploded. And that led me to walking into the somatic therapist's office. And I still see her every other week today, five years later. I, when I first started seeing her, I was probably seeing her twice a week uh, for the first like year. And I now see her every other week now because just like going to the gym, being yes, able to attend your emotions. Yeah. Emo <laughs> emotional strength is just like, just like physical strength. So yeah. No, so I found great. a teacher. Yes. Oh, that's fantastic. That's great. And then, so tell us, um, tell us about your business, like what you do. Yeah. So, um, I got into business. I was working at pizza hut when I was in high school and college to cover what I call beer and gas money. Uh, that wasn't actually covering the bills. So it introduced me to direct sales when I was 19 years old. Uh, for the next 10-ish years, I led three different multi-seven-figure organizations. Um, that kind of catapulted uh, me to launching my company today that's called Champion Development. We call it Champ Dev. And there's two wings to that department. There's a peak performance side to the company where we help real estate agents, direct sales leaders, busy entrepreneurs. We help them get into the best shape of their lives physically and emotionally without sacrificing their income while growing their leadership and leading to a direct impact in their relationships and their business. So that's our like direct coaching business. And then we have a business consulting agency on the other side of that where we help health, fitness professionals uh, move their businesses online and scale and launch their own coaching businesses. And uh, we help them unlock six to sometimes seven figures in, in business using our LTV method. So those are our two businesses. Awesome. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah. That's great. Thank you. Thank you. I love entrepreneurship. 
That's always happy to see um, people having success with it. And so tell me, what's that? It's a journey. It is a journey. It is a journey with lots of potholes. (laughs) (laughs) But it's a fantastic journey. It's a fantastic one. And so tell me, um, now as you look, look into, you know, coming into this year here, Um, is there any fear that you feel like you're having to face and try to work through? (laughs) Without a doubt, you know, um, it's funny. Like I keep talking about the version of me five to 10 years ago. Uh, it was funny four years, four, three and a half, almost four years ago. Now I decided to give up alcohol forever. And that was part of the transition of like old me knew me. So when I use that phrase, a lot of times, um, the old version of me would have said, I don't have any fears. Um, the, yeah. but the current version of me today says, yeah, absolutely. Um, it's funny. We have, we've had all this business success growing from six to seven to multiple seven figures. And every time I want to level up and every time I want to grow, there's oftentimes a layer of fears or insecurities that I now have to work through. And I think that's part of the level up. I think that's part yes. of the game. You talked about potholes, right. In the, in the game of entrepreneurship, And I think there's potholes, which are like unexpected challenges and things like that. But then I also think there's ceilings. And if we're not willing to expand and push through the ceilings, we stay stuck at a certain level. But when we're willing to address, from what I have found, either the story we're telling ourselves, like our own beliefs, uh, our own emotional states towards something, or the strategies we're taking, rarely do we break through certain levels. So yeah, I have fears all the time. Am I good enough to take this to the next level? Will it all fall apart? Right? What if I can't make this happen? Um, all types of fears are a pretty regular part. But I've also learned that oftentimes when I'm confused and fearful, I'm about to learn something and have a breakthrough on the other side. Oh, yeah. That's gold right there. Yeah. Absolutely. That's awesome. I'm so happy to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then, so you have to let everybody know if, cause you know, they may, may be interested in your services. So sure. you have to let everybody know how they can reach you. Yeah. I mean, and then spell it too, in case that people aren't like watching the video and they have to write it down. For sure. So if someone is a coach, a life coach, a business coach, a marketing coach, a fitness coach, et cetera, uh, and they already have a business, but they want to scale it to the next level. I mean, one simple thing, anytime I'm a guest on a show for that type of audience, uh, we have a, we love to just gift them free trainings. They can go to champ dev champ, like champion, right? Dev D E V V with like Victor champ dev.com backslash free. Uh, and they can get access to a free three-part training on exactly how the top 1% of coaches and consultants are getting clients to pay, play all out and get incredible results, but then also stay for years in a way that increases client retention and increases client lifetime value, right? And that's how I grew my business from 5K a month to 50K a month to 500K a month in the span of 36 to 48 months, three to four years. Um, so that's that. They could also just follow me on Instagram, uh, Mike. Okay two underscores chew. Um, and then uh, that's probably the best way to follow me. If someone's looking for peak performance, right? Losing weight, burning fat, putting on muscle, increasing their energy and confidence, uh, they can follow me on Instagram at champion development, champion development. So uh, those are our two different brands. We have free Facebook groups that people can join. There's free trainings and everything like that as well. I can give you the links to them. 
uh, the show notes or something like that. But Absolutely. those are the best places to follow me on Instagram. And then um, if someone is a coach or consultant, they go to champdev.com backslash free. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And Chu is C-H-U. Yeah, C-H-U. Okay, awesome. awesome 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 what a great conversation you know um this is like uh, a lot of things that we talked about today like a special place in my heart really because um you know we all go through very similar things but you know for you to have gotten to a point where you're able to open up those compartments and face you know face you that's huge And I think that a lot of us don't really ever get there. Or if we do get there, we get there pretty late. So Mm -hmm. I am happy that you were able to get there uh, along your journey early enough that, you know, it's just going to be incredible for the rest of your life, right? Because now you like living, right? Now you're like really like (laughs) free, which is awesome. That's really awesome. So now I want to know, Michael, are you ready for the fill in the blanks? This is our tradition on the show. You ready? Let's let's do it. All right, let's do it. All right. So the first one is if I am fearless, I will. Take action. Okay. (laughs) The next one is to me, fearless freedom means. Uh, loving yourself, loving right. yourself fully. Okay. All right. Cool. Unconditionally, fully. I love it. Yeah. yeah. And then the last one is my battle cry is my battle cry. Um, the, the first one that comes to mind is I am a champion. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing your story and all those nuggets from Austin. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I appreciate it. Definitely appreciate it. And um, we definitely appreciate you taking the time out to be on the show and just sharing yourself with the audience. We appreciate that greatly. Yeah, it's an honor being here. I appreciate it.